Yeah. I'm Richard. I'm sick. And we're <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Yep. Uh, with another pilot. I have no idea what number. I edited oh, episode I forgot. five I yesterday. And I feel like we're like a month ahead somehow. It's freakish and weird. Yeah. No, we'll just we'll stop numbering them because I can't remember either. I was keeping track, but I uh, too sick there. to care. Yeah. So this is fun for everyone at home, anyway. <laughs> That's right. This is Street Hawk this fuck week. It, fuck yeah, it is. Street Hawk. No. Dry humping the mic. Dry humping the mic like uh, Christopher Lloyd dry humps a Mercedes with a screwdriver. You like that? He is screwdrivering the fuck out of that thing. I mean, I really hope that isn't a real bonnet of a car. I hope it's just, well, you know, it on must, a bit of wood. I mean, there's at one point, actually, that very same bonnet, it must be a fake one, because the guy is slammed against it. Mm. And you see it, like, just buckle. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that and just going, that's a really big dent they've just put in that car. Oh, and now he's screwdrivering it. But I'm like, that must be a fake <laughs> one, because, I see, I've can lean on things, bash things against who can bonnets or whatever before yeah they don't buckle i mean they will dent not as easily as that though because this thing just went oh. yes practically a face imprint in it um yeah it, um oh no it looks like the bad guy from the end of star fox you know when that big face appears oh yeah <laughs> it's not a good reference guys my reference points are gonna be off today That's fine, though. it just took me a second to get it but yeah i totally agree yeah oh Actually, yeah. I've mixed it up because the last boss was the monkey, wasn't it? Maybe it's only the first level that has a big face yeah, that you fight. Yeah, but even then, it's a, it's a boss. Yeah, exactly. A boss. Yeah. Maybe not the boss. A boss. Literally the first one. Before B boss, C boss, D boss. C boss. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. The greatest part about this uh, uh, show isn't in it. <laughs> which it was on the Wikipedia because it says every episode starts with this and mm. well ours didn't I don't think which is oh, also the problem with this episode was they don't say the guy's name Jesse Mac yeah. that's the fictional character who we are following they do not say his name for about an hour Yeah, I thought his name was Mark then I realised yeah, they're saying his surname <laughs> Yeah. Then I looked it up on IMDb. Yeah, I think I'd written down what the name was, but yeah, I didn't actually realise they didn't turn it until later on. Yeah. No. But, um, yeah, it starts with, this is Jesse Mack. Oh, uh, being sick works for this. An ex-motorcycle cop injured in the line of duty. Now a police troubleshooter. That's not what he is. No. Uh, he's been recruited for a top secret government mission to ride Street Hawk, an all-terrain attack motorcycle designed to fight urban crime. <laughs> I'm stopping the voice, that hurts. <laughs> Capable of incredible speeds up to 300 miles an hour. Fuck me, honestly. Well, but here's the thing, it says up to, because I read that in one of the synopsis, <laughs> and yet at one point he is doing about 340 miles an hour, according to the thing. <laughs> so over 300 miles an hour. Um... And immense firepower, including a rubber bullet. Oh, no, that's a separate gun thing that just, he can, it's just like sucker, <laughs> can suction cupped to the side of it that he can pull off and just shoot people with. Uh, only one man, federal agent Norman Tuttle. 
What a terrible name. Yeah. Knows Jesse Mack's true identity. The man, the machine, Street Hawk. Very long, even for a credit intro. Yeah. Yeah, because that wasn't included <coughs> in our one, so that what's on every other. Yeah, they figured that out for episode two. Fair enough. Well, then again... Episode two, which apparently stars George Clooney. All right. Shit. Okay. <laughs> that, well, I mean, this one's at an hour and ten minutes long or something? Yes. And I'm guessing the rest of them after this are like 30 minutes. Well, you know, 45, I'm well, assuming. Yeah. So, yeah. So they've got time to do a big intro like that in this one. Whereas this one, they've got introduces to everything constantly. Um, which I will say at right at the start, my big issue with this um, episode was that at one point I realised I was maybe 20 minutes in. Uh-huh. And I figured it must be near the end because it felt like an hour. I was like, oh shit, this does yeah, no, feel slow. I assumed it was an hour and a half and I was very happy when it was an hour when I was like, how is it still going on? Yeah. He's like, caught people, then he caught more people, then he caught some more people, then he yeah. caught some more people. Um, he caught Brian Thompson. Did you notice that? Yeah. Brian Thompson. Oh, was it, he was like punk too, wasn't he? He was the guy that was... He was uh, coming out of the liquor store. Yeah, he was um, Shao Kahn and... Oh, well, I remember him as and I, the first punk in Terminator who uh, Arnie takes his clothes off him. Right. He's also the first vampire that Buffy goes up against in the TV show. Yeah. He's just in a ton of stuff. He's and very, he's the judge in Buffy. All right, he's very recognisable. Because yeah. he's barely human. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> he didn't need much makeup to look like a vampire. Exactly. <laughs> no. Or a Buffy vampire. Um, right, um, I've got a little bit of cut and paste from Wikipedia. Okay, yeah. It's very small. So Street Hawk is an American superhero television series. <clears throat> Don't know if I agree with that, but carry mm-hmm. on. It aired for 13 well, episodes, we, and I remember say, it so hard. You wouldn't say Knight Rider was a superhero um, TV series either. That's no. What, this is kind of... Mm. Yeah, so then uh, I'm calling bullshit on that. I don't know, because Iron Man isn't special, right? Like, Tony Stark isn't special, he's got the suit. So is the suit oh, but, any different to a car? But then he's maybe look super intelligent because he had to build all that himself. Whereas um, Michael Knight and J- Jesse Mack mm-hmm. have been handed <laughs> handed a vehicle and went, there you go. At least, again, Iron Man had to... Again, he built that suit out of scraps. I mean, he the first one, yeah. Them. yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, aired for thirteen episodes on ABC in nineteen eighty-five. The series, I didn't say Siri. Sit, <laughs> hey, series. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. The series. Is a lime kiln and Templar production in association with Universal Television. Yeah. Its central characters are created by Paul M. Beluth and Robert Bob Voltersdorf. Have some information about them later. Or? And its core format was developed by Bruce Lansbury, who had initially commissioned the program's creation. Now, I don't know if one of the people who wrote the actual show wrote this Wikipedia ent- entry, because core format, that's a douchey term. Yeah. 
I prefer what um, what's his name? The other Nolan brother who does Westworld, Jonathan Nolan. Right. I like what he says about shows that repeat like that, and it's that you give them an engine. Mm. It's much more basic. Yeah, it's like person of interest, right? You create that. Mm. The engine of that is you get a number. You don't know if they're a good guy or a bad guy, and then you investigate like on every other fucking show on TV. Um, including this one but um, you go the core format what the core format of this be Tuttle phones up and goes oi there's some guys on bikes yeah. <laughs> you've got to stop them <laughs> there's some bike related crime and the only person we need is you right now yep go for it oh. and they, they drove through a market and we can't get cars down there <laughs> get on your bike oh um so this pilot was originally aired in the US on the 4th of January, 1985, and was directed by Virgil W. Vogel, who I really hope someone called VWV. The legend Virgil Vogel. I'm a big fan of Virgil Vogel. Truly? <laughs> yes, <laughs> weirdly enough. Um, he's, I've got, well, do you want me to get my spiel about him just now? Uh, or do you want me to wait? Let me spit the next yeah, two out and then that's cool. done, so... As I say, oh, actually, I've already men- mentioned this. It was written by Paul M. Ballos yeah. and Robert Volterstorff. Go! Okay, well, I'll do my bit about all three of them. Yeah. Yeah, Virgil Vogel yeah. will always hold a special place in my heart. Thunderbirds? Because, no, uh, the first ever episode of Mystery Science Theatre 3000 I saw uh-huh. was The Mole People, okay. which he directed. He directed the Mole People. And I fucking love that movie. Uh, John Agar stars. Um, linking it to Batman from here, Alan Napier was the bad guy in that. And I fucking like could. I would watch that movie without the Mystery Science Theatre um, thing over the top of it. It's great for how bad it is, but it's, I love it. Okay, I've um, never seen it. But he's also, um, he's directed a lot of TV, including Magnum, Miami Vice, Airwolf, Mission Impossible. Um, he does four more episodes of Street Hawk. Mm-hmm. He's done Walker. Which Texas. Considering there's only thirteen, is quite <laughs> yeah. a lot of Street Hawk. He's done Walker, Texas Ranger, Quantum Leap, Scarecrow and Mrs. King, Knight Rider, Six Million Dollar Man. Scarecrow and Mrs. King, I remember that. That was yeah, it was a spy and a woman who loved him. Um, or I can't remember how she was a reporter or something, and then fell in love with him, and then they did solve crimes together. Um, yes. Um, Barnaby Jones, Bonanza, um, stuff like that. Cool. Um, now, Paul M. Beluth yep. um, he's also written episodes of Quantum Leap, The Misadventures of Sheriff Lobo and the Jeffersons. Um, and Robert Walter Storff, yep. Storff um, also wrote episodes of The Incredible Hulk, Quantum Leap, The Jeffersons, and The Misadventures of Sheriff Lobo. But yeah, in all serious though, I fucking love Virgil Vogel. There you go. As soon as I saw it was him, I was like, oh, piqued my interest here. I like the fact that this person, you know their name, and <laughs> they are no one. Oh, well, I was surprised. But I'd never heard him called Virgil W. Vogel before this. But it always so it might be his son. No, it's the same guy, because I looked it up. I mean, no. But yeah, that's the thing. You know all the good facts, right? Uh-huh. And <clears> if there's someone out there that appears in one of these things that's kind of shit, you, you can pretty much assume that... I've probably heard of them and own some of their stuff because I only like terrible things. Well, they have mole people apparently. I fucking love the mole people. It's fantastic. I've never seen it, like I say. Well, 
spoilers the the there's moles well there's mole people but they're also normal people who live in the like in hollow earth sort of thing mm. um and when they're chasing them to escape um alan napier is beaten back because yeah, he can't go out in the sun because he's been underground all this time and rays of the sun hurt him so Jesus then they, they go back in their hole and everyone's safe and everyone lives happily ever after i mean that sounds like a real non-film if you can't go outside well, normally it's, it's underground and they they get their light source from glowing fungus. It's black and white and stuff, but it's... So yeah, just, are they allowed to, like, go out at night? I'm not go out, but... Well, no, because they they're always underground, so there's no night for them. No, but they can't go outside, you said, because it's too bright. But it wouldn't be at night. But they're not going to do that, because they're happy in their underground kingdom where they're... I thought they were the bad guys. Why are they the happy guys? Now? Well, because they're still happy, because they've got all their slaves of the mole people. What is happening? You're not explaining this plot at all. Um, well, it's because there's. <laughs> cause they, uh, trust me, I am. <laughs> um, yeah, I really like mole people. Here you go. Anyway, back to uh, back to reality. Oh, sorry, I'm looking through for the mole people now as a film. Boom, boom. John Agar, that's all you need. He's in Marnie. That's shocking. He's in Marnie and Mary Poppins and My Fair Lady uncredited. No. And I can, and yet I can't find him in the mole people. One episode of the Twilight Zone. Let's go straight to Virgil Vogel. Well, I was looking through it's his first credit in nineteen fifty six, I think. Okay. Let me I will just do it a little faster. He's he only made a couple of things and He's in the court jester with Danny Kay as well. Uh, I didn't know that. Ah, uh, the mole people. Was it nineteen fifty six? Yeah, you're right. Ah, you hey, yeah, me. Four point nine out of ten on IMDb. That's a good score. It's only seventy seven minutes long. I think it's all you need. I mean, from how you describe the plot, it's true. <laughs> uh. These mole people look terrified. Yeah. So, what? Three people are underground. End of story. By yeah, the looks of this, because Igor's playing a kind of Indiana Jonesy type. Igor. Igor. John Igor. The star. Uh, say it like everyone knows who the fuck this cunt is. Yeah, John Igor. Yeah, no, never heard of him. Oh. Call yourself a movie buff. No, I'm not Tarantino there. Uh, I'm out of toilet paper already. Sorry, people. I know. Oh, <coughs> right, back in the game. Yep. So, do you want me to hit plot points as I do, and then we'll just sort of chat? Cool. Yeah, we can go from there. Yeah. Let me try and get comfy. Oh, I can't get comfy. Um. Do 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 do. I like the fact that the first part of my plot just says, good music. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, because it was a Tangerine Dream. Indeed. Yeah. You don't need to say that like no one knows who they are. We all know who Tangerine Dream are. I'd heard of them, but I wasn't sure who they were. They did music for like Manhunter. Yeah. And like, Legend maybe. I I saw that. And what's that one with uh, Roy Scheider where he has to drive the dynamite over the bridge? Warrior. 
But then I saw them and then I thought, why do I know that name? And I looked them up and I went, oh, okay, it's fine. Um, three o'clock high. I feel like did the music for that. I, I mean, all their music goes the same, mm. and it's borderline. And I don't mean this in a bad way because it's the sort of thing I listen to, but it's borderline whether you can call it music because it has almost no rhythm. <sighs> There's someone recently told me that the Terminator theme yeah. has no time signature, and then I thought about it and went, "Oh, well, kind of, yeah." Mm. I'm hearing it in my head now. <laughs> right, try and tap your hand along to it. There's no rhythm in it. No. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> it's odd. Um, anyway, uh, so a couple of bikes come out of a lorry. Yeah. The people riding the bikes are not disguised well. They're not yet. Um, <laughs> too highly conspicuous. Uh, I mean... They're, is, dr- they're dressed like me- mustard and ketchup. Is this just so that when they're doing the high-speed chases later on, we can differentiate them from Street Hawk himself because he's just going to wear black? I thought, I mean, maybe that, but I thought it was sort of a semi-subtle way of setting up that they're motocross boys so that when they get suspended and yeah. go to the motocross, they can then coincidentally be attacked. Okay. Though... So, mm. Giving that much of a clue to the police seems foolish. Yeah. Uh, I'd dress as like the Hamburglar. It's also, I mean, you've got your, your armoured van with the police in it, which as we find out is ferrying quite a lot of cocaine. Yeah, which is weird because um, Doc Brown's <laughs> girlfriend slash live-in drug woman. Yeah. The way she talks, you, you think it was... Uh, Horse. Yes, and it's. I need yeah. my medicine, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, "Fuck oh, off, this bitch." <laughs> Where did she come from? <sighs> She's so needy. Um. Yeah. I don't know what I was gonna say there. I don't know. Or, or is it? So, is, did he listen to too much Johnny Cash? So he's giving her shots of cocaine. So here's the why. I mean, the police seem to be getting these shipments in. Yep. What also, because they went at one point, oh, it's coming from the Coast Guard. Why the Coast Guard dealing with cocaine disposal? I mean, if you just take pour it into the sea, that's well, disposed, that's, right? That's a, it's going to get into the fish, and then it gets into the food chain, and then everyone's just... High when they take their cod liver roll. Yeah. Ugh. That was almost a plot point on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that time, right? Mm. At the end of one season, like a load of that pterogen oh, mist or whatever, yeah, gets, into, gets the, into the fish. And then the fish get turned into the cod liver roll. And then people take the cod liver roll and then they start to have all like inhumans all over the yeah. place. What was that? Moving on. <laughs> yes. Because I've only said my first plot point out oh, of like sorry. 30. No, no, it's not your fault. I was supposed to talk about it. Fair enough. And we did. Yeah, huh? Um, they rob a security van uh, by making it crash because yeah. in the eighties you have to make all vehicles crash yes. using a, a wrist-mounted gun. Mm. Which, as soon as I saw that, just made me remember the interceptor. Yes. Yeah. An angry Scottish man in a helicopter. <laughs> I like it, Mikey. He used to say all the time. <laughs> Mikey was a pilot. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that good... has to be based on a better show, right? There's no way we came yeah. up with that. <laughs> no, it must be from something else. Wasn't Annabel Croft? Was she on that as well? 
Yes. Yeah. Did Annika Rice do it originally? I feel like they both did it. Mm, I think this was just a Croft vehicle. Okay. I don't know. I just remember them both doing it in I, jumpsuits. I thought that was what she did after Challenge. Well, Challenge Annabelle. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. After Annika did it, Annabelle did it, and yeah. then she got that. Probably. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And then we never heard from her again. No, we probably did. But um, Well, wasn't she like a tennis pro or something? I'm yeah, because sure, sure. yeah, she was a tennis player, and then she became TV. Yeah, so I'm sure she doesn't need to be a TV no, person. No, she's fine. Uh, um, so Chakotay. Yes. Um, I was very happy to see him. Sure. I can't remember his real name, but also, uh, you know, the guy from Night of the Comet. That's one of my favourites. Uh, takes bets on whether our hero, brackets, no name, uh, can jump four cop cars. He does. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Also, this is the first set of cop cars he will jump in this episode. Because this... I mean, after people movie. see him jump four cop cars, once Street Hawk stops jumping cop cars, I'd arrest him. Yeah. As that yeah. guy who always jumps cop cars. Yeah, it's what he's known for. Mm. Um, okay, I just make a quick point out. Yeah, of um, course. One of the things, after the um, the van crashes and mm-hmm. they're picking it up, um, the vehicle pickup guy, mm-hmm. I thought, looked like the spitting image of George R. R. Martin. And I was like, is this what he did before he wrote Game of Thrones? He was just an extra in one episode of Street Hawk. I mean, I would have more respect for him. No. Nah, fuck that. Why? Well, he seems nice. It's not his fault Game of Thrones turned out to be awful. Yeah, I'm, I'm you're like fuck him. Like, he seems lovely. No, I've never cunt. seen him do anything. I've just seen a picture of him when that looked like that guy that was picking up. Well, you the know, crashed van. Maybe you shouldn't say fuck him to the innocent people that you don't <sighs> know are nice. Yeah, what's he ever done for me? Nothing. Exactly. Most people My haven't. Point. Exactly. Fuck him. You're a terrible human <laughs> being. <laughs> Thank you. Not a com. <laughs> but I'm taking it that way. Um, their captain isn't happy. Yep. They get a two week suspension. Uh, we meet Tuttle. He designs. I don't know if he says. I think you might call it Street Hawk because I wrote it down. Um, he doesn't want to work with. The, oh, that's what it is. You go to a meeting room yep. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere <laughs> where you meet Tuttle and. His boss is talking to him about how they need Jesse Mack on the project because he's a loose cannon. Yeah. This is the only time in 80s where they want a loose cannon. Yeah, exactly. That, you know what I mean? They're always trying to get rid of loose cannons. Oh. And in this, they're like, no, we need a loose cannon. He's willing to kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because at this point, yeah, because nothing's happened to Jesse yet. No. That's coming up. Okay, yeah, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just the amount of times I wrote bits that just go that dude and <laughs> <laughs> so that dude and Chakotay are now doing motocross. Doc Brown, uh, evil in sheepskin, meets a plane, sells some cocaine. Chakotay drives by, instantly killed. Yeah, <laughs> but also dies off screen as well because he's yes. just sort of chased off, and then next time we see him. He's, He's laying just down, lying bleeding. there next to a bike. Just, mm. uh, I'm dead. So, but is this racism? Could they not find a, a stunt double that looks like him? Yeah, well, because it is. He just left his helmet on. But then you couldn't see him anyway. 
Yeah. You have to see his face. Otherwise, yeah. I don't know if dead. Yeah. But, um, no funeral scene or anything as well. Just case of, oh, well, he's dead. Oh, well, that's him. Yeah, but from the looks of it, I would say the funeral happened while he's Mac is in a coma. Yeah. Well, you should have him at least visit in a grave. I mean, you know. I didn't even know what his name was, so go to a grave with a name on it. Doesn't matter, does it? Marty Feldman. Marty and <laughs> Mac. What a double bill of terrible names. They were too close <laughs> to each other. Oh, dear me. Anyway, Doc Brown killed Marty. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. oh. So anyway. Uh, what is that? I'm going to read words. Tuttle gets shut down on our guy working with him. Oh, that's by Jesse. Good, yeah. good. Thank you. Uh, then our guy instantly gets run over. Yeah. <laughs> that's convenient. He survives. He has a cane now. I hear what you're saying at home. Slow down, Gareth. You're talk. You're giving the points too fast. No, that's how fast it happens. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. you, hear, you see a truck hit a man. Yeah. You see him... Open his eyes, they do on those IPOVs, and he's yep. on a medical cart being wheeled somewhere. Yep. And then you see him get out of a car sometime later on a cane. Yes. Ten seconds. That's storytelling. <laughs> That's it. No fucking about. I've still got an error. Uh, <laughs> uh. Oh, here you go. Our guy is called Mac. It's the first. <laughs> it's the first time it's mentioned. Mm. About half an hour in. Yes, uh, he now has to work PR. Because of his messed up leg. <laughs> My messed up leg! <laughs> oh, don't do a bike crime. Look at me. Or something. <laughs> Poster boy for not fucking about on a bike. He meets a girl pretending to be a woman. Actually, Sandy oh. right, is 28 years old. I had to look this up. Because she has the face of a 14-year-old girl <laughs> on the body of... I mean, maybe a 14-year-old girl. It's the 80s. She's got so many layers on, you can't tell. Yeah. Um, They'll be working together for one episode. Oh, did she not come back? No, she's gone. Oh. <laughs> she was actually probably the most tolerable person in this. I, I liked her a lot. <laughs> yeah. And her just weird aside comments, like she's not talking to anyone. Oh. Um... Do you need like the, th- the female accomplice thing? They get a new one. Oh, do okay. Yeah, I like to say she. This woman went on to someone else. She didn't. No. Um. Um. Did. Um. Yeah, is that Sandy Mc- uh, Sandy McCoy played by Jane Medine. <laughs> oh, fifteen <sighs> credits, and she's done some episodes of The Fall Guy. Uh huh. And. Full House and Scarecrow and Mrs. King. No. There you go. That's it. That's all she did. Well, a few other things, but... I mean, okay. more than we did, but still. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tuttle meets Mac at home, promises him a new knee and a fancy bike. <laughs> what more could a boy want? <laughs> oh. uh, just a comment. Street Hawk doesn't look expensive. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. We... We end up in the command center, yeah. Which I think we're meant to be impressed by, yeah. But it just, yeah, it's <laughs> just a couple screens and things. It's not very impressive at all. And then they unveil it, and wow, that's a fairly normal looking bike. Yeah, that's a black bike with a silver side. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, there's really not much to it. No. Nope. And neither the plot for a while, because nope. Jesse gets his new knee. Yeah. Uh, does some physio. Yeah. To great music. Sandy gets angry with him because he's never at work, probably because yep. he's always doing physio, yep. which is not how physio works. No. <laughs> but then it's also, not only that, I mean, we're supposed to like Jesse. He's our hero. Yeah. And yet every time it cuts back to him, it's just him, like a child, going, when do I get the bike? Can I get my bike now? Can I get on the bike now? Can I drive the bike? Can I have the bike? <laughs> the bike. What about the bike? The bike, the bike, the bike, the bike. Give me the bike. Give me the bike. <laughs> and you're like, for fuck's sake, dude, either kill him or put him on the bike and then make him drive into a wall because <laughs> find somebody else for your bike. I am on Turtle's side. He does not need this cut. Mm. Ugh. Anyway. So yeah, we find out that uh, Street Hawk can do 300 miles and do a mid-air backflip. This is very important. <laughs> but you shouldn't do that because you'll die. Yeah, because you so can't... that'll never... It's impossible to land. Yeah. Uh, Tuttle mentions that he wants a street hawk in every police station in the country. Okay. Why not put a nuclear bomb in every... <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> and there's a crime in this area, so what we'll do is we'll murder everyone in there and there'll be no more crime. Um, Sandy used to be a porter. Max slags her off for covering up the truth. Max Lamb! Didn't write that down. What truth did she cover up then? No, the oh no, he's just in no because his jo- he's PR, she's PR, ah. so her job is to cover up the truth, mm. or at least polish it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, the commission's in on the cocaine, yeah. which wasn't obvious, but I did mix him up with who Sandy works for for quite some time. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of fairly nondescript. Yeah. And just I was like, so. He's the better. Oh no, because she's still talking to that guy. So he's the. Th- that's the same. That's not the same guy. It's not. They they wear the same suit, and they're both kind of bald. I thought they were the same guy, but yeah. in the end, you go, oh no, it's like. She, he's like, does she work for the mayor? Is it the mayor she's with? No, it's and he's the, I uh, police chief because she's working for the police department. And he's yeah, and but the commissioner is the one who's bad. I thought he was a commissioner. No, the same guy. No. So is he a commander? He's got a lot of COMs going on his name. What, what's his job? Who's the crooked one? What's his job? Yeah, he's... Uh, that's that's Miller, isn't it? Um, Thomas Miller, was that the character? So he was the... Yeah, he was just like... Yeah, he was a commissioner or something. And then, yeah. yeah. Well, if I get it wrong, oh, shoot me with a rubber yeah. bullet. Yeah. Oh. Um. <laughs> what is that guy? Uh, Doc Brown says Mac like he's in uh, like he's German <laughs> Mac Schnell <laughs> I've, I've stopped writing uh, plot points that make sense and I think this is where my sickness kicked in so I'm just going to read it as is yeah. Doc Brown says Mac like he's German Doc Brown says die well, one of the things well <laughs> normally your villains are a bit more subtle like can take care of the, the Mac problem yeah. or whatever he's just like on the phone picks it up Kill Mac. <laughs> okay, boss says kill him. Go for it. Mm. Also, it is the most 80s house ever because he seems to be living in a mansion mm-hmm. with just bikini clad women laying next to the pool. And you're like, oh. Who, need, who need their medicine, Daddy? Yes, but this is just every 80s 
thing ever. It's definitely every Miami Vice episode yeah. that I can think of. Mm. Uh, Rex Smith gets covered in foam. Overactor. Jezebel! Yes. Oh. Um, that's, yeah, it's, well, I hope it, this is up to about the 40 minute mark, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Because this is when he finally gets on the freaking bike. Right, and there's only 28 minutes left, and yeah. now there's three quote unquote action scenes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's oh, happening? This could have been um, half an hour short. Well, you, you do need the exposition, but um, maybe they even gave him 20 minutes for it. Because yeah. <sighs> if you think about it, right? It's an hour and t- uh, it's fifty-eight minutes long. Yeah. No, yeah, no, an hour and eight minutes long. Yeah. So it's probably the same length as one of those Columbos. So it's probably a ninety-minute episode with yeah. adverts. True. So, um, hold on, there we go. Jezebel, 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 Jezebel. Uh, uh, yeah, commissions out. Oh no, motocross boy comes for Max Head. Commissions out until Doc Brown dry humps his car with a screwdriver. <laughs> you yeah. wouldn't like it, would you? <laughs> you wouldn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Jabbing away at it. <laughs> Just like, yeah. Would you please stop doing that to my car? Yeah. I'm going to have to get it fixed from the guy that you got it, your car sprayed by. Yeah. That was oh. prohibitively expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, he gets... Paint chips from something. We'll get, get there. Oh, I thought, okay. I don't think we're there yet. No. Oh, did I not write it? No, 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 no. Yeah, no, it's miles down. Oh. It says something about how many points they're still going. Yes. Right, here we go. Um, Matt gets dressed to ride. And does. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we haven't had the robbery yet. No, no but they, uh, they they do the, the montage of a man getting dressed. But then he just, he's just out on his bike. Yeah. Though there is a weird, how do I get outside and you see the thing open up. And that yeah. is pretty cool. I'll give him that. Mm. Um, they go through some manoeuvres. <laughs> yeah, they go through some manoeuvres. They drive fast. It's pretty yep. cool. Everything yeah. is wavy. Yeah. <laughs> That's sort of like the effects like when you just saw him coming up the bike and it's kind of like yeah. mul- multiples of them in the road that's, yeah that's pretty cool right. I'll give him that um, Brian Tom once you got to that point though uh-huh. and you're about to do the bike you can sort of skimp and everything else but once it comes to showing the bike doing stuff yeah then you're back can well that's why I thought of Heat Vision and Jack once it gets to yeah. the lasers and stuff you're like Jesus <laughs> um, we have Brian Thompson no relation uh, <laughs> uh Punks it up like he did in the Terminator. Instantly gets shut down. I don't even think he gets to speak. Well, here's, here's the thing with this robbery. Uh-huh. Right, they are now departing the liquor store they've just robbed. Mm-hmm. They've successfully robbed it. They are getting to their car. And it's at this point in the <laughs> six-foot walk to their car, they decide to fire off their guns into the air like some sort of cartoon Mexican bandito. Yes. Um, thus... Alerting Street Hawk. It's so close to getting away with it. Um, it's uh, it's just a shame, really. Their entire lives ruined by yeah. by I don't know hubris. hubris? Yes. I was thinking that word. <laughs> Hoisted by their own petard. <laughs> oh. Um. 
So yeah, they get shut down thanks to lasers. Yeah. Uh, Street Hawk jumps another cop car. He has now jumped five cop cars. I mean, four at once, admittedly, at first. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's still game. Um, so. Needs to find a custom shop for paint chips found on Chakotay's bike. <laughs> Sandy finds the detail and the commish dry uh, and the commission's dry humped Mercedes. So, to be fair, they did a wonderful job on that bonnet because you cannot see the scratches. True. Good for them. Gun. She's as good as dead. <laughs> oh. Um. Cut to Street Hawk looking for the drug disposal van. Yeah. Two vans ruined. Doc Brown is a monster. What's well, it? Isn't it, at this point he sees the black van. Yes. And we get a flashback to him getting him seeing the black van originally. My main problem I have with that right <laughs> is that you can clearly see the license plate. Yeah. I'm just saying that if he had a flashback to the van. And it was that footage. Yeah. Could you have blurred out the license plate so yeah. we? Because otherwise, he could have just looked for the license plate in his mind. Yeah. That's like uh, you said about the two cars thing. Here's the thing about eighties TV as well mm-hmm. is that that first car that was blown up by the exploding um, manhole cover. Yeah. Now the other car behind it, who is a good what five six car lengths behind it, continues driving towards this flipped van <laughs> and then flips itself, and you're like. You had plenty of time to avoid that. You're supposed to be professional driving these vans. And Indeed. Jesus. I mean, okay, it wouldn't be much of a story if he had avoided it. Yeah. But, oh, come on. Uh, a bit of realism would go on this. Doc Brown is after the yummy, yummy drugs. I mean, you never hear any bad reviews of cooking. Yeah. The motocross boys drive through the sewers. I like that now you go back and go, let me get straight. You guys went, where did they go? And you didn't think through the massive hole in the wall. Yes. <laughs> like, I remember seeing that the first time when the cops were like, oh, where did they go? And I'm like, well, in, in there. Yeah. They're small, you're big. So you're not going to be able to go after them. But it's quite obviously through that big yeah. gate thing. And he's sitting there going, mm, 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 oh, gate, because I heard some revving. But where else would the fuck would they go? They didn't turn invisible and beamed up or something. I mean, I suppose this TV show is made for idiots. I mean, you have to take that into account. I mean, there was a wall there. Do they have weird jump jets on their bikes as well? I mean, this is really quite an anticlimactic bit, right? Because the, the, the bad guys lose a bike, right? Yeah. So they drive out together on another bike and Tuttle's like, dude, calm down, it's fine. And yeah. he drives out in the water and they just fall off the bike and get caught by police. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I suppose that shows they're working together because he's called the police to tell him where to go. So it's kind of them yeah. using his GPS and all that. So that's kind of how their team should work. Yeah. But, but you know. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. So, yeah. Uh, right. So, yeah, they find... Uh, he goes back and mentions the car. They look at a videotape. He says, can you zoom in on that? And they can. Yeah, but it's also... In 1984. In this clip here, I'm going to show you what footage we got from the bike. See if you can spot the car that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And even though, as he's saying this, you can see the clip that they're showing on the screen. And there is a large black van on it. And you're like, well, yes. (laughs) See if you can spot it. If he couldn't, he shouldn't be riding that fucking bike. Indeed. Ugh. Dear me. 
So yeah, they follow the footage of the van to Doc Brown. Um, oh, um, in this time, uh, Mac has locked Tuttle into the weight room yeah. so he can steal Street Hawk <laughs> and pull some wires out of a, a PCB. Yeah, so that'd be the, the shutdown switches or whatever. Yeah. So. That's fair enough. They explained it earlier on. I'm glad they didn't feel the need to explain that to the audience again. So they're <laughs> they're not assuming we're complete idiots. So give them that. Um, one thing I would have changed with this next chase scene, though, uh-huh. is that they they did mention earlier on that it had can off road capabilities and it's can it's got various yes, driving it's modes. All terrain, yeah. yeah, but it's got various driving modes as well. They should have then maybe, although they can. Assuming that we're smart enough to know that he's ripped out the panel, it's yeah. the automatic shut off. They should have maybe done something about changing the settings of the bike so it was again multi terrain or something. Mm. Just a quick like sentence or something. Just it's barely multi terrain though, right? Because he drives yeah. over some grass, right? Here. No, that's not instantly gets shot off his bike. Yeah, and then Tuttle even points out he's broken out of the gym by this point. Yeah, he left the bike. <laughs> that's all he is. He hasn't got a, <laughs> got a seven machine gun, so it's yeah. yeah. Oh. Um. <laughs> so yeah, you know. Um. Do 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 do. Oh, <laughs> terrible use of uh, not autocorrect here. He uses all then laser rays to break down the gates to mansion. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so well, thank God that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thrown off bike. Sandy runs off. Yeah. She shovels quite a few people, much like William H. Macy in Mystery well, Men. She hits that other guy, oh, I can't believe I hit someone with that shovel. A minute earlier, she took a big old swing at him when he came in that door. So she almost hit him. That's why I like it, though. It's all yeah. the, all those asides, like she's yeah. talking to herself. I can't oh. believe I did that. <laughs> Technically, it's the second time you've done it. <laughs> in 30 seconds. Oh. You might be a psychopath, woman. <laughs> That's maybe why she left. Yeah. She's locked up. Um, yeah, Mac finds Sandy, releases some horses to stop the bad guys. Yeah. Oh. Um, Tuttle is fixing his computer. Mac is fucked. But now he has a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Uh the that's my favorite bit of the episode. The commissioner screams, "It's the police!" Which is brilliant because he is the police. But then think back to the start of this episode. Yeah. In that they've done this sort of controversial thing, and they're like, "Oh, there's not many cops here. Where are they?" And then all the cops are there watching yeah. the police jump, which they then turn up to, which is technically some sort of police raid on the police. And they'll fucking leg it. The police are more scared of the police <laughs> than than the can the, the bad guys are. Because yeah. he's shitting himself. He's the chief of police or commissioner. And he shits himself when the police turn up. The police themselves shit themselves when they turn up. Yeah. It's like, oh my... Can the only people that are not scared of the police are the criminals. I just like how willing to capture the commissioner the police are. Because yeah. oh. if you go, oh, it's obviously some sort of undercover thing. You wouldn't necessarily believe him, but you have to have some balls to arrest him. Yeah. So Street Hawk goes after Doc Brown. Uh, what do you know? He does a backward somersault. Nice. Which we don't see. Well, you, you sort of see. Yeah. 
he kind of explains it later on and even tells but no you didn't fucking do that well no, you can't say it land because you can't do that no you know I mean? it, it is at least done some sort of shit especially you don't yeah. really see the thing at all it's just like yeah did it you do see it like a you see an arc um yeah anyway uh he <laughs> he's now jumped five times one backwards yeah <laughs> He also straight up killed Christopher Lloyd. Yes. Which, you know, I don't know if Knight Rider would get away with, honestly. No. But then people knew who Michael Knight was. At least this guy's keeping his identity secret. Like Watchmen. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Oh. So. Did you watch the second episode of Watchmen? I did, yes. Uh, it's getting... I, I I fell asleep watching the second one, I won't lie. Yeah. So I'm going to watch it again. <clears throat> I watched it kind of very... Well, not quickly. I watched it the speed it was meant. Yeah. But um, I didn't pay as much attention as I would like, so yeah, I am going to do a second viewing at some point. But um, I my yeah. the best line in that entire episode was when... Uh, LGJ... Lewis Gossett Jr. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, says to, uh, says he's got something hiding in his closet. Regina oh, King yeah. goes looking at his closet and she goes, I went into his closet and I found this fucking KKK hood. Yeah. And he went, I mean, I meant, you know, yeah. figuratively. Yeah, that was, yeah. And he's like, and why was it in there? And he's like, well, that's where I'd keep it if I was hiding the KKK. It's <laughs> exactly the kind of thing I'd have it, but yeah. Well, um, and yeah, I mean, yeah. Again, I really think I fucking love um, Looking Glass. Yeah, that character. I no oh, need more of him. He's becoming more like Rorschach by yeah. the week, right? Well, it was, yeah, <laughs> it was. I think I well, cause I like Rorschach. So I think it's yeah, yeah. It's just a really good character, and need more of him. Also, was it uh, this episode or was it like yeah, it's this episode when they're leaving the funeral. Mm-hmm. They all have really expensive sports cars and shit, apart from Looking Glass, who just has like a truck. Yeah. So you're like, oh, not only are they, you know, vigilantes, they get paid a fucking fortune. Mm-hmm. They're like doctors. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like doctors. Vigilantes are the doctors of Robert Redford's America. Vigilante doctors. <laughs> Running in, beating the crap out of you, taking your appendix out and legging it. <laughs> like that dude. The British dude who could have your leg off in thirty seconds. Oh yeah, yeah. Oof. that was that was a. Yeah. I really liked that. Um, the dollar UK. That was good. Is it over already? I'm only doing ten episodes, but they've already said um, that they're going to every now and again. They're just going to do like another ten, but maybe do it again twice a year. Yeah, yeah. A patch. But yeah, they're really good. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, back to Street Hawk. Yes, sorry. <laughs> oh no, no, I, 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 I started sorry. that tangent into Watchmen. Oh, that's why I mentioned Watchmen, so it's my fault. One last thing. Yes. The final song, right, is one of my favourite songs of all time. So when that drops, it's also one of the stupidest songs of all time. It's Eggman by uh, Beastie Boys. Oh, yeah. From Paul's Boutique. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just the Uh, dumbest song I've ever heard. It was um, uh, Bruce at work started what he watched the first episode of Watchmen. He Mm -hmm. was like, he says I enjoyed it, but I didn't really get most of it. And so I tried explaining bits and pieces to him. Uh-huh. 
And I went, no, screw it. What I'm doing is on Monday, I couldn't find my Blu-ray, but I found a DVD copy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking in Watchmen from the watch and I'm giving them um, one of the graphic novel. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I told them myself, take it on Monday, read it or watch the film or whatever. Uh-huh. At the end part, just... Replace a squid with Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then re-watch it and it'll yeah. make a bit more sense to you. So taking that in from on Monday. Yeah. And maybe point out the fact that in the book, if he's not going to read it, um, the book really suggests that vigilanteism is bad. Yeah. But Zack Snyder can't help it look cool. Yeah. That's really the main problem. <sighs> but um, I was going to say, because next episode is really not going to make any sense for him because they're obviously can glory Drake. Um, yeah, Silk Spectre shows up. Yep. You don't know who the fuck that is. And even then, you saw a very brief clip of something that I assumed a night owl. Yeah, right. So, yeah. That's got to be a flashback, though, right? Even then, he's not going to know who he is if he's not. Uh, so, yeah. No. Well, it's um, called a remix. I'm sure they'll get yeah. get there at the end. Yeah. Anyway, cool. Back to Street Hawk. Yeah, you won't know. From, from owls like, to hawks. He didn't make this, uh, you know... Damon Lindelof didn't make this show for five people. He no. did make it for, you know. Yeah, no. <laughs> but still, kind of get in. Well, as I say, no. I'm pretty sure the way they've made Watchmen, it's to almost show it from the point of view of someone entrenched in the propaganda. Mm-hmm. So when, like, the scales are removed from her eyes, you know. I'm not saying the white men are good guys and the black guys are bad guys no. that's insane <laughs> no. that is especially as Lewis Gossett Jr. seems to work with the white guys who yeah. are <laughs> so it would suggest they're not white supremacists if their leader is black yeah. but everyone thinks they are saying that who's to say that they didn't just fake those Rorschach videos we've seen yeah you know I mean anyone can put that hood on and shout TikTok Anyway, talking of vigilante justice. Yes. Street Hawk. Yeah. I mean, this is a solid 6 out of 10, right? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, Yeah, it was fine. Um, Did you get any feels off it? I didn't really get any feels off it. No, I remember as a kid liking it a lot. Yeah. And then watching it, I had very little recollection of anything or anybody... Um, I, and even then, I was just like, I mean, there was no nostalgia mm. sort of bubbling up or anything. I remember more having this cassette tape that would read you a story, and that story was Street Hawk. And it was like a right. comic book with very basic writing at the bottom. And so you're like, eh, I had that as a I kid. I think I had that in Street Hawk. I've got a Knight Rider album, um, annual and stuff, and oh. 80 manual and things like that, but I never, oh. had, I never had anything Street Hawk. An 18 album. I'd like that. An A-team album with with Dwight Schultz singing <laughs> melodies. Uh, Mr. T rapping about... 20 greatest melodies. Chains. Why's he got a rap? Why can't why can't um, Dirk Benedict do the rap? And he does. They both do. They high-five. They do the Beastie Boys thing where they all say one word at the end of a line. Yeah. Oh. But no matter what they say... Um, uh, George Peppard only says plan. <laughs> <laughs> we are dressed in plan. 
No, no, George. <laughs> what are you doing? I can't. <sighs> we snuck round just to a plan. No, God. I'll be in the car. Anyway, I didn't mention anything about our stars. You can, you can do that. Yep. So you've got Jesse Mach. Yes. As uh, well, not as Rick Smith. Rick Smith plays him. Fuck yeah, me. I assume he was big on Broadway. Um, Thirty-seven credits, including the Pirates of Penzance TV movie. Suggests he's on he Broadway. Did, yeah, he did a lot of um, yeah. things. musical theatre. He also, he also, um, he was in the the Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Was he Daredevil? He was Daredevil. I remember um, that. And that was the thing I didn't know about it. Was it? Uh, I didn't write it. But um, Kingpin was played by John Reese Davies. Yeah, he was. Yeah. The racist known as John Reese Davies. Oh, right. Here's something we need to remember for later on. Um, lately, he's been in two movies called Surge of Power and Surge of Dawn. Now, I watched the trailer for one of these. Yeah. We need to watch this trailer. <laughs> you need to see this trailer because I watched this and went, well, the first thing I did was write it down on here going, we need to remember to watch this trailer on Sunday. So, yeah. Okay. Um and you've got Joe Regalbuto as Norman Tuttle. Okay. Regal B-U-T-O. Regalbuto. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you pronounce it. 260 um, episodes of Murphy Brown. Yes, indeed, as Frank Fontana. As I like to say, 20, no, 220 times more than he made Street Hook. <laughs> um, he was in Raw Deal with... Uh, Arnie. Arnie. Um He's also done three episodes of Magnum as Don Eddie Rice. Uh, um, but he's also previously worked as alongside Tom Selleck in the movie Lassiter. Never heard of it. No, neither man. Is that the one where he goes to prison there to shank the guy? It was always on like Paramount Comedy or yeah. or whatever it turned into. This is me shanking someone. I'm not yeah. jerking him off in the show. I don't know. I'm he, shanking he him. He has a hat on in the uh, cover of the thing, but that's all I know. Is he dead yet? <laughs> Probably. I've been shanking oh. this guy for weeks. But yeah, there you go. That's our. Uh, those are our heroes. Question mark. Uh, but yeah, surge of power. We need to remember to watch that. Cool. Not watch the whole thing. That'd be horrible. I think. But um, the trailer anyway. Yeah, trailer only sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what's next for this podcast. I did. If you, oh. I, I, I did. I did. I did. You did. I did. Find the first episode of Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Mm. <laughs> and you know why I picked it? What uh, anything else? Other than not feeling well, it's twenty minutes long. All right. Well, you've also you give me Manimal. Oh yeah, but I really feel like that's a special uh. event because I gave you Manimal, and I think didn't I give you a link that's just to the pilot season folder? Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff in it. Yeah, then possibly. If it's true, then Jace is already in there. Oh, right, okay. I'll have to have a look. Right. But Manimal was so hard to find, yeah. I really feel like we shouldn't spunk that yeah. away. Manimal Minute. We do one minute on Manimal every week. Jesus. <laughs> it's <a bit> easy. <laughs> um, I was thinking for like a Christmas special. Mm. Is there... I'd probably, I'd probably answer this is probably no. But is there a series or something where the first episode set Christmas? It's going to be too hard. For me. Don't be, don't be careful. Uh, 
So just the opening shot needs to be at Christmas. Or just the entire first episode or something could be a Christmas one. Yeah, that makes it harder though. Yeah. Nothing starts with a Christmas special. Something, nothing starts. Something might. No, it doesn't. Not a Christmas special. No, I'm just saying that, that episode, the first episode just happens to be at Christmas. Not a Christmas special. At Christmas. No, but like if it was shown at Christmas as well, because otherwise why would you set it at Christmas? Nothing starts at Christmas. Oh. I mean, maybe Die Hard, the series. <laughs> or Home Alone, the series. Oh. Or Shane Black, the series. Well, I was about to say, did Shane Black ever direct a series <laughs> of something? <laughs> oh. I mean, there's a Lethal Weapon TV show. I don't think it started at Christmas, though. Lethal Weapon set at Christmas? I've never watched a Lethal Weapon movie. Well, Lethal Weapon 1 and 2 is set at Christmas. Okay. No, Lethal, no, yeah. Lethal Weapon 2 is definitely set at Christmas because there's a scene... Shane Black wrote Lethal Weapon. Shane Black wrote Lethal Weapon 2, but they hated the script, so they changed it all. And it was going to end with uh, cocaine flying out of a plane and everyone thinks it's snowing in LA. <laughs> I'm there with their tongues out. <laughs> is it numb? <laughs> So yeah, number one, I feel, one or two is definitely a Christmas, but I feel like they both are. Mm. He just likes Christmas. That's fair enough. Iron Man 3 is technically a Christmas movie. Yep. But The Predator is a Halloween movie. Mm. Crazy, right? That's the Christmas of October. Yeah. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Ugh. You seen that new Predator movie yet? No, it's not good. Mm. It's. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Shane Black's worst film. And he wrote Monster Squad. Mm. That's not a film. Though. Monster Squad is a film. Mm. Yeah, the one with the. Oh, what am I thinking of? Mm. You know, the one with the little kids with the necklace, and Dracula's like, "Give me back my necklace, you bitch." And she's like three years old. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a, he's, a, he's a Dracula, so... Can't say... Even the actor looks like he's having too much fun. It's like, don't talk to a child like that. <laughs> it's the only language they understand. <laughs> <sighs> that and the back of the palm. <laughs> yep. Uh, shalap. Shalap. <laughs> shalap. Shalap. <laughs> That's her brain falling out onto the floor. Yeah. Oh... Well, as we're hanging out longer today, we can figure out what we're doing next. Yeah, well, off mic. Yeah. So fuck you guys. <laughs> no, just, I need to stop saying that. It's like two or three episodes in a row. My, my bad influence on you as well. Where I'm just going to ah, fuck everyone, and you're like, that's a terrible attitude. Then by the end of the episode, <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> oh. <sighs> so yeah. But yeah, speak soon. Love you. Bye. Adi- adios. Premium fuck bar.